0: everyone, and welcome back to Radio Geonosis, where we talk about Star Wars from a certain point of view. I'm Angie. And I'm Jim. And today we're going to be talking about D23 and all the exciting things that went on there. But before we get to that, Jim's got some hot happenings
1: for this week. Jim, a couple of little things that are not D23 related. <laughs> um, today, I believe it was today, um, Galaxy's Edge opened to the public in uh, Orlando today and the lines were huge. So if you hear any news about Galaxy's Edge failing, it is lies because they had the the lines to get into Galaxy's Edge today were longer than the lines for autographs at Celebration in Orlando. Oh, really? So they were huge. And um, uh, from what I've, you know, I saw some pictures and some video and there was a picture for, you know wait for smugglers run was 300 minutes which means five hours
0: i don't know if i would have waited that long
1: yeah but that that you know, five hour wait just to get into the millennium falcon so. but do
0: they give you like a like a nope. you have to just be in line
1: you just have to be in line wow um the good news is that uh they're not doing reserve they're not doing reservations for galaxy central you just show up and go now it's looking like they're going to hit capacity fast so if you go go early. Yeah. And then you'll hopefully get in and you know get your time and whatever. I wonder if
0: they'll change that. If it becomes a problem, I wonder if they would change that and go to reservation. Cause you know, I've been out I stood out out in line at Comic Con. I went to uh, Mrs. Puff's boating school wow. so that I could get the bikini bottom driver's license and I was outside for an I know that sounds funny. I was outside for an hour. Mm-hmm. In that hot sun, so I can't imagine in the Florida, in yeah. the Florida heat. Plus, with a hurricane coming, I'm sure that well, it,
1: they're getting rain too. So, it, it you know, rain comes and goes very frequently in Orlando. So, yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, during the dedication ceremony, it rained. So, you know, it happens, <laughs> and then you know, it's that's normal for Florida. So, it's what the, you know, that's what they get. It rains a lot more in Florida than it does here. So,
0: is that, that like um. Oh my gosh, the clone planet, uh, Camino, Camino,
1: yeah. Where it rains twenty-four hours a day. In one it place rains around. all the
0: time. Yeah, I'm surprised that doesn't flood. You know, I'm surprised that. Well, you know,
1: it depends on where you are and where does Orlando, it. Orlando's in the middle of the state. No, I'm so... talking about.
0: I was talking about Camino. What happens? A planet just if it rains and rains and rains and well, rains there's
1: and there's no land. It's it's an ocean yeah but doesn't it
0: fill up and fill all the water come off well it it has a weather
1: (laughs) cycle so the the water evaporates and goes into the clouds and does a thing you know it's you know like it does here just (laughs) a little different they got more water that's all um so yeah galaxy's edge is you know churning away and um
0: i need to go my friend's actually gone twice from work i
1: told her i hated her (laughs) the big thing right now is that if you're a if you're an annual pass holder like if you're a local pass holder, like in either in Florida or here in California, um, the dates are still blocked out, so yeah, so it's hard to get in. If you're like one of the lower tier annual pass holders, also the dates are blocked out till I don't know some like October. Um, I think
0: because they're also I think they block it because right now they're they're going to get ready for Halloween, right? So I think my friend Andy was telling me that they. She had up until a certain amount of time before she had to. She couldn't go. It was blocked. Oh yeah. Even yeah, the yeah. California, uh, is it the California uh, pass holders? Right. There's right, a, right. 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 That's the lowest one. That that's still almost a grand for that.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like a. That's like a house payment. <laughs> well, it's a house payment for one month or. You know, you pay it over a year. You can make monthly payments on those. So
0: yeah, I just and there uh, are people I know who do so. I, but you know, we live so far away mm. that it it. I would see myself maybe going twice a year, maybe.
1: Yeah, well, it's mildly impractical for us. You know, it's about ninety five miles yeah apart from from us. You know, and there are people who drive farther all the time. But you know, it's you know, it's it's up to each individual. Yeah. So. Um, I get that. So anyway, um, further. Um, the Galaxy's Edge Black Spire Outpost Cookbook is, you know, dropping. It's going to come out in November.
0: Will it be available at the bookstores or
1: will it be available only at Disneyland? Oh, uh, my understanding, it's going to be, a, you know, it's a book. So it'll be probably, you know, Barnes and Noble. Wherever That's you can, awesome. Wherever you can buy books. Um, And um, they, the, the company that, you know, the website for the company that makes it, it's not a regular company book. I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. They're releasing recipes now, so you can see some of the recipes That's that you cool. can get for it. And there are going to be some Galaxy's Edge stuff, and there's other Star Wars planets as well, I think. That um, would be a cool
0: Christmas gift, because we did, um, last year, we had an all-club all, all club Christmas party, and it was down Riverside. Mm-hmm. And we did a white bantha gift exchange. Yes. So that would be really a really cool gift oh, to give somebody,
1: especially if they're kitchen oriented like Sal. Yeah. <laughs> or at least Sal's daughter. But yes. um, <laughs> sorry, Sal. Um, anyway, um, furthermore, if you um go to Galaxy's Edge, and you get some of the souvenir stuff, and and that's including like the little Coke bottles that look like thermal. My detonators. daughter,
0: my daughter got me one.
1: Yeah, well, um, don't take it on a plane.
0: Yeah, I heard that
1: the TSA has banned the thermal detonators, uh, soda, you know, bottles from airplane uh, from flights. Um, apparently, they look too much like real a hand.
0: bomb. Yeah, <laughs> like well, some sort of grenade or something.
1: And the U.S. Army, it's called the M sixty seven baseball grenade. And oh wow! They're almost the same size and you know, very similar shape. So, yeah, if you wanted to paint a hand grenade to look like a Galaxy's Edge Coke bottle, you could and the Bannum. I don't know how you can't can't tell the difference because a hand grenade is not the same weight as an empty Coke bottle, but you know.
0: But but if you paint, I've seen people painting the detonator, the thermal detonator. I've um, seen people painting them, and they're really cool. Yeah, yeah. But it, but uh, I could I yeah, could yeah I can uh, kind of see that well, I can kind of see that
1: you know yeah, they do some weird shit but anyway um, <laughs> finally. Um, a new film documentary is coming
0: Uh-huh.
1: and it's called light side, a journey with David Prowse.
0: Oh, wow.
1: It is the life and times of David Prowse.
0: I saw the one on Netflix. It was so Yeah, that good. was good. That was
1: really good. Uh, this is another take. This is like his whole life and it's going to be coming out in January, 2020. Um, it would and-
0: be cool to see him.
1: And it's going to talk about his whole life and not just his, you know, time during Star Wars, but, you know, because he was in several movies. He wasn't just Star Wars. He was, uh, he was in Clockwork Orange.
0: Oh, he wow. Was, he
1: was in, uh. Which is a totally weird movie, anyways. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, he was in a couple of Hammer films. Uh, you know, being, you know, monstrous because he's, well, you know, big. And, you know, and they're going to talk about his life and, 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 and some some details. Oh, yeah, he was the, uh, the traffic safety guy over there for, for kids where in England. Oh yeah. I remember he, that. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. And he had like a suit, you know, he's kind of like a superhero kind of guy. And he was in a suit and he would go to school and tell him, you know, watch how you cross the street, you know, and he would have like a thing you do.
0: Now and... he's still alive. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, definitely. He's one of the
0: very last.
1: Well, of the original, Of the original, of the, cast. Of the original older cast. Definitely. Um, He's uh, pushing eighty, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, but he looked great when I saw him on yeah,
0: that doing that thing, yeah. and he wanted to do the very end scene because yeah, yeah. that he was
1: robbed of that. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you
0: know, I understand. You know, the scene. I know.
1: But um, he um. But uh, yeah, he he. I don't think he. I don't think he leaves England anymore. He doesn't really tour anymore because of his health. You know. Because he, you know, he has a few health issues, but um, yeah, but he's still, you know, kicking along and he's, he, he still signs autographs and like if he, like uh, he has a, a website, you know, um. Dave Prowse is Darth Vader. I can't remember how the, I can't remember what the name of the actual website is, but, but he's, you know, he has a website and you can get official autographed stuff from that's him. That's cool. Like all the time. So it's Dupree really.
0: Dupree got to meet
1: him. Oh, that's cool.
0: He got to meet him at, I believe it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, Dupree got to meet him in at the Las Vegas.
1: Uh-huh. yeah. Um, that, uh, uh-huh. Dupree, meaning Dupree Jones. He's one of ours. He's a, he does he 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 costumes as Vader for yes. Saber Guild, and he fights as as Vader. So yes,
0: I've actually fought him in a show.
1: Yeah, he's he's really really good. He's probably one of the best Vaders I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. Um, and that's pretty much it for non d23 news yes because all the rest of the news that happened this past week
0: was fantastic
1: and at d23
0: yes now the d23 it was packed when i got there um it was i would say that was one for the record i've not seen a crowd like that i mean when i went in 2013 it was it was packed but it was really kind of confusing i had never been to that kind of a convention and it was more like buying things and I remember there was like this big, um, like this big board that would tell you. It was like an electronic board that, like, almost like the movies when you go to the movies, and it would tell you what time certain things were uh, were being done, and then were all sold out. Hmm. We got to pretty much see nothing then. Um, I was able to. I when I got in, because the um, D23 Facebook page said, "Hey, you know, if you get there, you might be able to get a standby." Ba- a standby uh, wristband, and to get in, and I thought, okay, I'm gonna do that. And I told my friend Vince, yeah, let's try and do that. So I when I got in there, I got into the line and um, then all of a sudden it was sold out, but I didn't realize it was legends that was sold out. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first panel, and there was massive confusion with that. People got in that shouldn't have got in and all this other stuff. So the line, they finally they said, hey, you know, there's there's no more, no more people in, we're done. And so I went and walked around the convention for just a little, little bit. I was able to get a picture of the of all of the um, clones. Mm-hmm. But that was at Comic-Con too, so I did see that there. And so then I walked back outside and I see there's a line again. So I jumped back in line and was in line from 11 o'clock, like 11, 30, all the way till 3.30 when we finally got downstairs they said okay you guys can go in this line and there was like only 20 people and we were able to get a wristband and we we got in there almost like 340 i think it was they were trying to hurry us in so we get in there and um they start showing us the all the things from the disney streaming Mm -hmm. which is really cool there's a lot of stuff that's going to be on there It's, it's they're going to be able to compete with Netflix. No, no, if, what's or buts.
1: Well, especially when it's, when it all become all the exclusive Disney stuff comes back to Disney, right? Cause right now what they're doing is like any, any shows that are on other streaming services, Hulu, Netflix, wherever they are, they're going to finish out those contracts. They they can't you know cut them loot you know they can't take them back early right right um so they'll be out there like the last Jedi is on Netflix for a right. so that yeah. was cool yeah.
0: um they're also um going to do there's there's other children's shows but the biggest thing was they showed a Star Wars timeline mm-hmm. so to have the Cassian show in there
1: so then they're going to show where they were going to right fall right where that.
0: they're going to put it in and then they did the Mandalorian mm-hmm. which was Amazing! The footage from the show is amazing. Oh yeah, 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 I saw that trailer. It was yes. It looks like it's going to be terrific. So at the very end, she goes, "We've got one more announcement." Okay. And I said, "What, what is this? What is this?" And so Ewan McGregor comes out, and I'm screaming like I'm at a rock concert. It was unbelievable. He is. He looks like he hasn't aged a day. Yeah,
1: he looks great. He looks great. So yeah.
0: he made um kathleen kathleen may ask him there right there am i going to play obi-wan and he and she asked him and he said yes and i tell you the whole place was screaming and yelling it's i she said they have all the scripts written right and they they're going to start filming in january right so i was oh my god it was so exciting i Mm -hmm. I think I didn't get to walk around much, like I said, but just to see that—oh
1: yeah—was amazing. Oh yeah, that was great. I, I saw you know a couple of videos from different points of view, of that you know of that encounter, and yeah, you know, people just losing their mind.
0: Oh, it was it was really really cool. So then, my friend Gabe, who is the who is the um, he's the local CEO for yeah. the
1: for the rebel legion right i think uh, it's
0: Sunrider base right that is correct okay so he i had talked to him earlier because i was trying to make sure we got in there and he said well can you meet up with me after six i said sure and so he's like we're gonna we're gonna be um we're gonna be giving two people their lifetime achievement i said oh my god it's it's and mcgregor it's mm-hmm. got to be and mcgregor I didn't I actually didn't think it was going to be who I who we right, right. who we had so when we got in there they told me it was going to be uh, Pedro Pascal and um. oh my gosh I got to remember her name
1: Gina Carano, Gina
0: Carano. I'm like I'm real bad right now <laughs> and so first we get to meet Pascal and he was super nice mm-hmm. I was super excited and I think the Mandalorian's chris could barely talk he was so excited to meet Mm
1: -hmm. to meet him and
0: i mean he even commented he gave all the guys compliments on their mandalorian costumes oh yeah he
1: better yeah i
0: mean he (laughs) he said they were terrific he said they were terrific so when we talked to him what he did say was can't say too much but the stuff that we're going to see for the Mandalorian, like all the, like maybe toys and shirts and all that. He said, that stuff is really cool. Cool. Good. So, and he left when, when we were talking to Gina, he went back into this one area and came back out with two pops. Oh, wow. So I think that we, he, he got these pops for himself, but he ended up with a lot of stuff on that day. We gave him the, the Mandalorians gave him a really cool signed uh artwork that mm-hmm. was for the for the show but it was the first artwork that had been done right, right. they gave him uh, the honorary the RR membership right right and then they gave him something else oh they gave him a really cool mando necklace uh-huh. so he was he was like oh my gosh he was blown away oh yeah and so and then when we talked to gina she was she was beautiful i mean she is beautiful and very very kind both of them were really kind and and took the time to talk to us and stuff so it was it was a thrill uh-huh. and so the last part of it is I did not expect for us to be on the Star Wars Instagram page and we ended up on that and I and I told my husband oh my gosh there's hundred and eighty-eight thousand likes on this I said I've never gotten that many likes in my life so I did not expect to be on that page but I was super, that's been super exciting. Oh, that's great. It was super, super exciting. Yeah, I mean, you, exciting. Get
1: to, you get to see, you know, you in your costume, because you were a Barrett And it was, it was awesome. It was a beautiful picture. So, I mean, that's great. You know? And I
0: actually made that skirt. Oh. I made that skirt. I'm in the process of doing the rest of it. I'm not very good with sewing. So, some of this stuff takes time. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, believe
1: me, I know what you're saying. I, I sew, too. So, it's, yeah.
0: So, I am now in the process of, of getting a costume for the 501st. Mm-hmm. And so, I want to do uh, the Imperial. Oh, she's an Imperial officer, but she's of intelligence. Oh, yeah, your turn. Yeah, uh, yes.
1: Izan uh, e- 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 Asard.
0: Yes, I'm in the process of doing that. I just bought the belt and the rank bar to start. Mm-hmm. I looked up the wig, and I've looked up the costume since I cannot, so I've got to have somebody make it for me. It's
1: basically an imperial uniform, but it's red.
0: Right, but the difference is it's more like a bib in the front. Right, right. And so I've got to do it that way. I, I wrote Cosplay Sky and asked if they can make it that way. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I'm keeping my fingers crossed that they get back to me mm-hmm. and that they, they can do it, because right. I just can't make that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be really difficult yeah. for me. I'm...
1: For, like, fitted stuff, I mean, more fitted stuff, like the Imperial uniforms, I'm not very good with either. Yeah. So.
0: It would take me a hundred years to make those pants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, one of the things, uh, I did get to watch some of the stuff on, you know, uh, Star Wars YouTube from D23. And they were doing a lot of interviews with all of the stars yeah. and all the people and J.J. Abrams and all these different people. And one of the funniest little things I saw was hilarious. They're interviewing uh, Taika Waititi, who's one of the directors of *Mandalorian* episodes. Yeah, yes. Uh, Also the director of *Thor: Ragnarok*, and um, he's talking about stuff, you know, you, you know, show stuff, whatever it was. And then behind him, Pedro Pascal is walking, right? And then he just, and you see Pedro Pascal walk up to him, grab him by the head with both his hands, and he fakes breaking his neck. Oh, wow. <laughs> it just goes click. <laughs> and then Taika plays with it. And he goes, and he fell down right there in the middle of oh the Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> you know what? I love the fact that. They just love it. They, yeah, that they are having fun with this. Oh, yeah, and they... he seems to be, they're all just drinking it in. My friend was really excited. My friend Venetia, mm-hmm. she was really excited that I had met him. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. didn't know he was in Narco. uh
1: uh-huh.
0: I didn't know he was in the Game of Thrones. Right, 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 right. But I, I know he made a superhero movie
1: with Favreau. I couldn't tell you which.
0: It's the, it's the one where the, he's got the, it's a black costume with like a big tongue. And I, I can't think of the name of the, I got a, I can see it in my head, but I just can't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I don't follow a lot of that. Yeah, so. I, I couldn't tell
1: you. Yeah, I, but uh, it was, it's,
0: but I didn't know he was a narco. But also I think, Poe Dameron
1: was in Narco. Well, I think Diego Luna was in Narco.
0: Oh, that's it. That's it. De- Diego yeah, Luna. Yeah,
1: Diego Luna. Yeah, that's where he, you know, got his initial, you know, push of fame. His
0: accent is super heavy. Well, he's Mexican.
1: He's, yeah. I mean, he's from Mexico, Mexican. His, his accent is really heavy. I mean, I imagine, I mean, he pretty much taught normal. I mean, his normal during Rogue One for the yeah, most part. Yeah. You know. And I don't know if he tried to lighten it up or whatever. But, yeah, he does a strong Mexican accent because yeah. he's Mexican.
0: My friend Chris said, you know, because I was talking to him, because we talk a lot about Star Wars. He's one of the guys that comes into the restaurant. And he was saying, well, why do we need that? Why do we need that show? And I said, the reason why is because I think people want to know how he got into this fight. Mm-hmm. He says, because in the movie, he's in Rogue One, he's saying, I've been in this fight for
1: since Since i was six
0: years years old well let's find out how that happened yeah and i and i like the fact that we're going back we want to know and god only
1: knows who we'll see during that show during that show yeah i mean because it'll also give a little bit more background on the 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 strategic elements and the intelligence elements yes. of the rebel alliance because we've seen a lot of like you know the rebels fighting you know like in Star Wars rebels you see them you know doing smuggling and fighting the bad guys and all that but what do you do when you're doing the underhand stuff in the in the in the shadow stuff that's what Cassian Andor was he was right. basically a spy and an intelligence agent and so we're going to see some of that I'm sure yeah because we
0: go from from the very last we go from Revenge of the Sith. Yes. And then we go to we from that we, there's comics and things oh, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. but as far as the movies go we went from Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope. And so what happened in the middle? So people want to know. So now this Rogue One is in the middle. So let's find out what happened right after Revenge of the Sith. And I mean mm-hmm. and that's pretty much what that's going yeah, to be. Yeah. And I mean I think that's exciting. Yeah. How does how does he get K two? You know, right. because K two belonged to the um to the Empire. So how does he get it? This, this'll this will show us. Right, right. And I and I I'm, really I'm, think I'm, it's
1: Yeah. And we're gonna probably see how they got K two and how right. they reprogrammed him to be, you know
0: He did it. He reprogrammed, but how did he do it? Mm-hmm. You know, so I would like to I'd like to see that. I cannot wait because I want to know what Obi-Wan's going to be doing. Is he going to be doing some missions almost like the book? Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to, in some of the, in, in, I believe in the old canon, which is the EU now, there are um, some books, the like kids' books, I can't think of the name of it, The Last Jedi. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. it tells you he, he actually leaves the planet and does stuff. Right, right. So I'm wondering if he's going to do that.
1: Well, they could mine some information from there. And, of course, they can mine the old Kenobi, you know, the Kenobi novel by John Jackson Miller. I hope so. Um, what I might posit is that he may not leave Tatooine because, you know, his his mission was to protect Luke and to watch over him. So I don't see him just casually leaving the planet unless something really bad happened. Yeah. Um, what might happen? We, though we probably will see adventures there. Um, we'll probably also see flashback adventures. I
0: hope so. Where he,
1: who knows, you might get to see Hayden come back as Anakin as well. Where they might do a Hayden, like a, like an Obi Wan Anakin like mission or something. Yeah. Or he's off doing something. We might get to see a live action Satine where he, like, he's, you know, reminiscing about her. Um, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, God, the, the, I mean, God forbid we might even see Qui Gon.
0: Yeah, we might. We we really could see a whole lot because we've got what about 17 years, a 19 years, something like that between. So they've got a lot of room for storyline.
1: Right, and depending on how they age Obi Wan in terms of, you know, of course, you and McGregor is don't the age him too fast. I mean, <laughs> I mean, as as amazing as Ewan looks, it's been 20 years, almost 20 years since.
0: But they said that the perfect part, the per- perfect timing of this is that he's this the age he should be when he's on Tatooine. Right.
1: Yeah. And they might they might give him a little extra because of the the, of the harsh climate. You yeah. Because Tatooine's dry and hot. Don't make you know? him
0: look too non-hot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll listen to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, what I'm guessing is that he'll be somewhere in between episode three Obi Wan and episode
0: be Yeah, cuz he gets kind of tattered. It seems like his his um Jedi costume actually gets longer.
1: Well, I'm sure he he changes some pieces over time because clothes wear out over the years. Right,
0: but you don't want to appear too Jedi-ish.
1: Well, what that's, that's always been kind of a question, what is a Jedi supposed to look like in, you know, in the kind of the vernacular? I think Jedi in the sense at least from the temple, unless they're wearing formal clothing for some official event or whatever, they're probably going to wear very basic and very monkish, ascetic type of robes. Because that's what they're supposed to be. But he's a crazy wizard, so
0: let's see what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) definitely. Now, a couple of other things that happen at D23, and they're actually still running it right now. They showed it on, I, I got an email about it. Is that you can buy right now for a hundred and forty dollars, you can get three year subscription. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which for makes Disney it only Plus, yeah, four dollars and forty four cents a, a month.
1: Yeah, month, would, which is a very good. It's deal. It's a great deal. Now, is that a bundle price with like Hulu and all that? Because they're yes, doing,
0: yes. So they're they're putting the I, from what I saw, it was Disney Plus, with National Geographic, and I believe Hulu's in there too.
1: Yeah, which is all...
0: which is smart because if they can they can uh go in with another with another um, provider yeah. that gives them even more and that gives them oh, yeah, even more know. to go up against Netflix. Which... Well, of
1: course, you know, cuz well they own Hulu too. So it's you know, it's kind of a no-brainer. Um to, I'm switching to attach it all together cuz like right now I'm not doing Netflix cuz you know, only Netflix is like 12.99 a month. Yeah. And so if you get Disney Plus, Hulu Plus, ESPN Plus, Nat Geo, and all that for 12 it's the same price for everything. Yeah. And if you're doing the pre, pre-order and you're getting it out to 2020, it's an even better deal. Yeah, because so. it's
0: only, you get three years, I think it's 2021. 19, because you're going all the, you would go halfway to 21. Because you, you start in November... And then the next November, because you're going to get three years. But for $4.44 a month, that's... I actually think that the first month it's going to crash because there's going to be so many people on it.
1: Well, it's possible. And I'm sure that what what they'll try to do is do a lot of um, live server upgrades where they can just add bandwidth kind of instantly. Yeah. There, there are companies that can do that. Yeah. So, and Disney's been pretty good about they 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 know a little bit about it i mean i've seen some of their server farms just for our work when i worked for disney you know when i worked for disney interactive the server farm just to do what we did was gigantic and that and we we're just a tiny little piece of company right you and know? they
0: actually have a a disney they actually have a disney like Plus, kind not a Disney plus, but a, a Disney thing like Netflix or whatever. Because I have it on my Roku and yeah, it yeah, shows yeah. like a well, you have
1: Disney now, and that's and that's just Disney kids. stuff, yeah. Mostly you know, the kids' shows that they that they run, and that's where I watched Resistance and, and Rebels and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: they have that, but also the other thing that they showed on Saturday when I wasn't there was the sneak preview of. Um, the new Rise of Skywalker. Oh, now, yeah, it, did, yeah, 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 yeah. it didn't really show much. And so a lot of people are brightening back and forth and back and forth. I actually don't think Rey is going to go to the dark side. I think it's more of a dream, more of something that Palpatine, I mean, not Palpatine. Yeah, Palpatine is put in her head. Mm, possibly. And, you know, there's there's something. It, I, I actually don't think she goes to the dark side. But hmm. I I think I saw Hera in, on the ship. With D with um, oh my gosh, not Poe.
1: Finn. With Finn. Really. It, it was it was really really fast. Oh no! you're Oh, that was Janna. That was the new character, Janna.
0: Oh okay okay.
1: Yeah, that uh, that they were talking about. I, I remember seeing that shot.
0: Yeah, I thought it was Hera. No 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 no. I thought is that really her? But I yeah, no. and you know people went back and forth about it, and I and I think. That they can't show too much.
1: Well, no, because then you will reveal too much. And then... Right,
0: right. And there must be, and so that what that tells me is that there's going to be so much action in this one that even if they showed a little bit more than what they
1: showed, yeah. it would reveal too much. Oh, yeah. Did I mention, I don't think I talked to you about it. I talked to, I think might, I talked to Stephen about this. Um, uh, they had an interview with uh, Don Williams, who's John Williams' brother. Uh huh. And he's a percussionist. He actually plays in a lot of John Williams soundtracks. And um, he said that John wrote 135 minutes of music.
0: Oh, wow.
1: For episode nine. That's two hours and 15 minutes, which is almost over an hour more than both episode seven and episode eight. Time of the movie or time of the music? Time of the music. Remember, music is not in like every single, you know, top to the bottom of the film.
0: So we could be looking at close to a three-hour movie.
1: Very possible. Very, very
0: possible. I think, I actually think that, you know, a lot of people are like, ah, they're going back and forth. I think this one is going to be mind-blowing. In my personal opinion, I think JJ's going to, he has to repair what is, I know you don't like that. He, uh, he's got I'm, to. I'm.
1: I'm going to tell you right now. He's already said in the interviews. Episode eight did not derail anything. That that they intended for the sequel trilogy. He said that explicitly in an interview. Uh... He, nothing went wrong. Remember. Johnson well... wrote that script during episode seven, and it was done before episode seven was. Yeah, done. but I
0: think there are some things that need to be kind of answered. And, and, you know, with the ray, her parents, you know, why she went down in the water. I never got the finger snapping thing. I never got no,
1: that. That was just a thing. She was she was basically experimenting first because she saw the mirror thing. And then she saw a million of her. And then she. what that is saying is that each piece of her that you're seeing is a piece of her in time and space. And it's a physics thing. But and then she's realizing that in the force, you can see anywhere in time and space. That's what force visions usually do. You're usually seeing in another time in another location. Yeah. I and, mean,
0: it just, it to and, me, it, uh... and, and the dark
1: side was, <laughs> the dark side was tempting her with the knowledge that she wants. Who's her parents? Why, where are her parents? What are they doing? You know, why is she alone? Blah, 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 blah. What does she want more than anything is belonging. Right. What she wants to be part of something she wants to be part of something more than just herself. So what do we get she gets this thing where she's looking and then when that mirror finally cleared and all she saw was herself and then so what was the dark side doing It was either denying her
0: or the light side or, was...
1: or it was actually telling her exactly what she wanted but she, now she has to interpret it because the dark side has a weird way of telling the truth. Yeah, it does. We we can ask Remember Anakin that.
0: about that. Episode
1: 2. <laughs> Episode 2, what happened? Count Dooku blatantly told the truth to Obi-Wan. Yes, he did. He said there's a there's a dark side force user in charge of the of the Republic government. And Obi-Wan didn't believe him because the Sith lie. Well, guess what? Dooku didn't lie. And what did Darth Vader do in Empire Strikes Back? He told Luke, "I'm your dad," when no one else would tell him. Right, right. Told right. him the truth. And now in episode eight... This is why I have Jim on the show. <laughs> and then now we have episode eight, the second movie of the trilogy. I'm see where we're going. Second movie of the trilogy. Right, the same right. Way? So we're in episode eight. Kylo Ren is talking to her. Right. He says, you already know about your parents. And she's like, yeah. You just won't admit it because you buried it. And he's saying, your parents are just filthy junk traders. Because like when she saw... Remember when they when they when they uh, had a little conflict of minds in episode seven, right? When she's saying, you know, he's trying to reach into her mind that he's like he's he's going, I you know, you want your family, blah blah blah, and then she says, you won't be, you're afraid you won't be as powerful as Darth Vader. Well, they were trading memories and right, knowledge right. and
0: stuff, and she does see her parents leave because remember, yeah, she picks up the lightsaber and all,
1: all that, these those things, memories happen, yeah, right, right. and so. And then we go to eight and now they're trading this information. After they fight the red people. Red people. Praetorian guards. And that's what I meant to say. I said red people because that's the first even thing you came to. Jim deny. had a gap. I can't even remember my known my own name half the time. So they fight, they finish the fight, and they're sitting there, she's like, okay, quick. Order the things to stop so we can save the rebellion and all. And he's all, you know, forget all that. And then, then they start talking and he's like, okay, remember, you know who your parents are, you know, they're nobody, you know, but I don't think you're nobody, you know, not to me. He could have
0: been trying to fool her at that point because
1: some, you said the Sith have a way of using the truth to deceive. Now I don't think he lied. But he might have been twisting the truth to his end. So it's also been said in interviews that both Daisy Ridley and JJ, I believe, have said in interviews Ray's heritage is not, oh, we're not finished with it yet, and we're going to find out definitively everything in episode nine. There's gonna be plenty of time to learn all the answers.
0: And I and I think that's really what's gonna a lot of people I think are going to be satisfied with this one. Oh definitely. And definitely. it's it's going to answer a lot of questions. But it also if she decides not to come back, mm-hmm. you now have characters, you now have you now have people who can take this story to the next phase. Right, right, of course. You know, you can. I would love to see now, the, from what I understand, some of the guys who have done Game of Thrones, they're going to do Old
1: Republic. Right, Benioff and Weiss.
0: I would love to see Old Republic. I mean, I would love to see it. I Even if it's new characters, it's still something from Old Republic before episode one. Well, it's going
1: to be, and then we're talking Old Republic. We're talking, yes, be- we're talking before Yoda. We're talking before everybody. Right. So it's going to be a whole new cast of characters. Maybe once we know, um, there was a, there was a rumor of a script that was actually an adaptation of the Knights of the Old Republic oh, video
0: wow. game,
1: which means we could get Revan in oh, company. Oh, I hope so. We could, that, uh, you know, which which, you know, that includes Darth Revan, Darth Malak, Bastillation and all these other people that were important during those times. Um, if it's true, that could be the Benioff and Weiss treatment. I don't know, because they haven't been connected to each other. Right. You know, all they know is that a writer was hired to do this and she was separate from the Benioff and Weiss stuff. We don't know if they're going to that's actually for them or what. There's um,
0: been whispers just like Obi-Wan for well, the last um,
1: four years. <laughs> right now, the, my understanding of the agreement right now with Benny and is that they're basically executive producing the entire trilogy. They are writing the first movie of the trilogy. And then they're probably going to bring in writers for the, the other two to, you know, other guys to do that. Right. And then, you know, basically kind of oversee production of the films. Same thing with Ryan Johnson's trilogy. They're going to kind of do the same thing. Um, Ryan may may not direct. I don't know. Um, he's but he is executive producing the trilogy and he's writing the treatments for the trilogy. I don't know if he's actually going to write scripts or not. He might have another writer. I don't know. Um, but you know, we're people talk about oh, there's just
0: too much. It's too much saturation. But I don't really think that there can be. I don't really. I honestly don't think that. I think that um, people want to see this. They want. Yeah. They want more. Even though other people are saying, "Well, yeah, there's too many star." I think people actually want to see this. I want to oh. see, like, like I said, the Cassian story. I am looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm none, looking forward and, and, to
1: and, the Obi Wan show. And, and we got to remember, none all, all this isn't happening instantly. Right. Okay. Only the Mandalorian is going to be viewing in November. Okay, Obi Wan's shooting in January, which means it won't be done till next year.
0: Right, and then also. And then I Cassian believe... is
1: in pre-production.
0: So they're almost there. They could be next summer.
1: Mm, I would probably say even later because they haven't. They haven't got any. They got maybe two scripts, and they're in pre-production. They don't have any other cast. Well, neither right. does Obi Wan. But they're shooting. See, Obi Wan is shooting before Cassian, even though it was announced after Cassian. So, you know, they're playing with schedules and stuff.
0: Yeah. But the thing is,
1: we're going to be getting twenty, 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 twenty-one. 2020, 2021. So they're not all going to hit boom, 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 boom. Yeah,
0: we could see the next 10 years of, and you know... And the next
1: movie, I believe, is 2022? So...
0: But we don't even know what that is. It's
1: going to be the first Benioff and Weiss picture. It will be the Old If that's what they decide, If that's, if that's what, what, what it is. It's whatever the Benioff and Weiss picture is. It's definitely that one. That means that
0: there's a possibility that they're working on it right now.
1: Right. Oh, oh they're definitely in pre-production now. And um, every two years after that, 2024, 2026, and so on. Reason for that is because now they own Fox. Disney owns Fox. They are having to kind of share space with Fox releases. And what is also being developed by Fox right now is the new avatar pictures. Oh yeah, James I've heard Cameron. that. And what they're probably going to do, 2022 Star Wars, 2023 next avatar picture, 2024 Star Wars, 2025 another avatar picture. Because yeah, they're doing like five.
0: Yeah, I wasn't so. into Avatar. Yeah. I was, I yeah, was right. Cameron
1: is, you know, he's trying to create a phenomenon and you can't really do it that way. Star Wars was a lot of serendipity. It was a lot of the right things happening at the right time, in the right place, in the right conditions, in the right... We're talking economic climate, political climate. Everything contributed to Star Wars succeeding in 1977. If that movie were made to date, it may not have
0: succeeded. It might
1: have been crap. Who knows?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know what? I think I think you're right. Because, you know, back then it was like this... Western, and that's what was really hot back in the day. Was like the westerns and the Dirty Harrys and all that. Well,
1: the the difference between Star Wars and a lot of the movies of the early seventies, particularly, a lot of the early seventies movies were anti-hero type movie. Dirty Harry, you already mentioned, um, Death Wish with Charles Brown. I remember that. Um, Gone in sixty seconds. You know, a lot of the where the heroes were bad people doing good things, and st- and it was on the edge of the. It was on the tail end of the Vietnam War. The the country was in a kind of a dark state in terms of um, yeah of moral and ethical woes. You had the Nixon resignation, um, Gerald Ford coming into a bad economy and dealing with the country, and just a bunch of bad things happening at the same time. But
0: also, you had a book that was different and refreshing, and another look at space in another way. Oh well, it was more. It was very. It was kind of swashbuckling it was kind of well you know it had some romance it was it was really it was a fun movie for the time and i mean you know we're coming off of star trek being you know the the show the tv show that you know a lot of people enjoyed they really and they were and they were going uh, into syndication and we're seeing we're seeing like almost the birth of of sci-fi at Mm. that point from the 60s from the mid 60s to to in terms win of Star uh, Wars in terms game. of
1: modern uh like television and movie right entertainment, right definitely. right that,
0: you know cuz planet of the apes was coming out and all this other stuff so you did see it it was the right time
1: it, yeah for it yeah
0: for it but and, for but he made it in a way that it it was like it was like something that everybody could watch for the last 40 years mm-hmm it was something that, or fifty years. Well, it's
1: it's very timeless, and yeah, it, it's aged well. Even though certain things like hairstyles and stuff may be a little, you know, a little funky, you know. I don't
0: know. Everyone's doing it now. Well, well, the thing is, <laughs> everything all, comes back around. Everything
1: comes back around. That's so a big deal. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it it it's a very
0: um... even the music. I say even the music. Well, that is... was the thing.
1: Bringing back big orchestrated classical music soundtracks was also kind of a. A resurgence um, well John Williams is the hero of that oh yes too, he is because he did Jaws in 75 too so you know and that and then he decided and then Lucas decided to do a classical um, uh, soundtrack because a lot of sci-fi movies were doing modern music or um, electronical yeah and that yeah kind of you're stuff. right and so yeah to do a, a classical uh, soundtrack was very risky at the time but it was it worked perfect everything worked perfectly Clear, it, clearly it was, defined good guys and bad guys they, only, they were black and white he yeah. timed
0: it right yeah. there's it's like certain bands you know they just they they maybe just get are just getting started and they're they're they just, in the right place at the right time oh yeah definitely you know there's a lot of stuff that's like that mm-hmm. all right well that's going to do it for our show this week i hope everybody enjoyed listening Um uh, please follow us on facebook at radio geonosis 2.0 please follow us on instagram at radio geonosis also, we have a our YouTube page. We're trying to get more subscribers, so please like and subscribe to our
1: YouTube page. And we are on Twitter at our Geonosis and we're having a great time over there. So come on, hang out with me. Yes, and please uh, do. Please do. And um, that's it.
0: That's going to do it for our show this week. Next week, we're gonna. I would like to delve into, go back into the planets. Okay. We'll delve into some planets because Jim. I've done just about everything. We've done food, we've done planets, we've done costumes, we've done weapons and all this other stuff. But I would like to delve into planets again because now we have new ones. Mm-hmm. So I would I would like to do, be able to do that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So next week we'll be talking about planets. Uh, we'll pick a couple of our favorites. Okay. So from us here at Radio Genosis, we'll see you next time. Goodbye.
1: May the force of others be with you.